On this episode of the Leaving a Legacy podcast, we sit down and talk with James Cutler about his giant public land deer. We also rank some of the pranks that Jeremy's played on him over the years, and we just talk about what it takes to hunt those public land deer. It's a great episode. You don't want to miss it. Hello and welcome to the Leaving a Legacy podcast. My name is Tyler Deaton. I'm Jeremy Dunkel. And we are Leaving a Legacy, over two-thirds of Leaving a Legacy anyway. Mr. Blaine Lotz couldn't make it, but we have a very special guest today, Mr. James Cutler. How are you, sir? I'm doing better right now. I'm doing good. Yeah? About about three minutes ago, James was screaming at the top of his lungs, two different occasions. And uh, if you guys stick around for the rest of the podcast, you'll you'll understand why. You'll want to stick around. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So, if you're watching... Well, first of all, if you're not watching, if you're just listening, hop over to Facebook, hop over to YouTube, because if you're watching right now, you've already noticed, you're not looking at me, you've noticed this (laughs) giant deer in the background, and we're going to break down this deer, this is James's deer, um, and we're going to break down this hunt here in a little bit, but what we want to do with James first is kind of give us a little bit of background on how you got started hunting, you know, um, how many years you've been hunting. I got, I wanted to start hunting because, uh, my boy was fixing to be born. I got a little boy coming. Okay. So the only thing that I knew how to do was, you know, I've worked and I've done some kickboxing, you know, so that's the only thing I need and learn how to do. I knew like Jeremy and his pops and his brothers and all them, they went hunting and had enjoyed it. You know, that was something that they could always talk about, always laugh about, and there's always stories behind these hunts and funny things that happen. As you'll see later, too, there's always pranks and stuff. So I thought, man, I want something else that I could show my boys or, or I can do something with my son. And so I started probably about 25, 26 years old and uh, uh, went out just, you know, on my own, not knowing anything about it at all, and uh, got a got a buck on a on a, a buddy of mine, well, my mom was date. Or actually, my mom was married to this guy at the time, and I went out on his land up there, and uh, I shot a buck, and uh, <laughs> I was so I was so excited. I got my first buck ever shot. Okay, now it's a little bitty, but to me, <clears throat> that was the biggest biggest accomplishment in the world. So when Jeremy, he's a good actor. So when Jerry come, when Jeremy come, I said, Jeremy, you got to come look at this. He said, What? I said, Man. I shot my buck. He said, did you? I said, oh, yeah, it's a nice one. I said, I got it mounted and everything. <laughs> so we walk into my den, walk in there and say, look at there. What do you think? Okay, now now Jeremy's hunted all his life, seen some big deer, shot some good deer, you know, stuff like that. And he, yeah, James, that's nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Where'd you get it? You know, it just, and I could not tell that he didn't think, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'd let that one walk, you know, several times over. But, I mean, but so that's that's how I got started and why I wanted to so I could just like what your, you know, your podcast and what you guys are about is leaving a legacy. I wanted to leave something and have something, you know, that I could say, hey, we went and did this and, you know, something else I could share with my boys. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great story. And and so now your your kids are a little bit older. They go hunting with you. <clears throat> yeah. You've, you've kind of passed that on. And what what's one thing that you wish that you could have just known right away that you kind of had to learn the hard way? 
on the hunt part of it, uh, it's you're you're not just going to go out and build a just. Most of the time, it's going to take, you're going to have to learn it. There's some luck. I mean, you can walk out your first time, and you might get something. You may get something like that. <clears throat> but most of the time, it takes it takes walking out in the woods several different times. It takes making those mistakes. It takes seeing what a deer does when you actually <clears throat> move wrong or you do whatever. So I just kind of thought, you know, I've seen it done. People's got these big bucks. I'll be able to walk out and just wait, and he's going to come, and I'm going to shoot him. That's that's not it, and that's that's the fun part though to me, is learn it on your own, and and then when you do get something, man, that's it. Don't like that buck there. <clears throat> I, I I don't know, Jeremy. What do you think? It was probably just a one, one something. Maybe I don't know how many inches that thing was. Little bitty six pointer. Oh, your first one. Eighty five. Yeah, man. he didn't get to hundred inches. Oh, so he didn't give me that much. I'm. <laughs> yeah, no, he was. But and that's the that's the beauty of yeah. hunting is yeah. a trophy is is a trophy it's in the beholder's eyes and and that's the you know today i mean you can't if if you were to post a deer or post a picture of that deer you know and you could be up there as proud as could be oh yeah holding him and there half the people on there would tear you down for shooting him yeah and that's what you know we as hunters it's 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 a black eye um on us um to be like that because yeah, because that would have crushed me. Because that was my first one. Everything what I what I thought I did right and how excited I was. Oh yeah. Hey, so my first, I would say my first five or six deer, total combined didn't add up to a hundred. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, right. you know, I mean, yeah. this was before trail cameras. This was before all the all the stuff. You know, even putting food plots in, we didn't do that. Right. We went and sat in the same stand. We didn't move stand locations, and you just shot what you thought was going to come through yeah and that was awesome that yeah. was so much fun um don't get me wrong scouting trail cameras trying to grow big deer uh on on the property that you that you hunt on is a lot of fun oh, yeah. as well yeah yeah but just kind of that element of not knowing what's out there right it just kind of i don't know it makes it more pure to me right and that's i mean one uh, you know james got he he started going with us and i mean don't let james fool you he has got some big deer on the wall um (laughs) you know and here i am you know he's coming with us and he's killing big deer every year and here's jeremy going three or four year spans without without killing a deer and i'm thinking i'm gonna quit taking this guy (laughs) you know uh but it's i swear i mean the only thing I can compare it to is now that I have a son who's who's doing it, and I swear that same excitement that you see in Benton's eyes, I saw in his eyes as a 28 year old man. When oh, yeah. I mean, I've got pictures of him holding a buck like this, and it's like a little kid on Christmas. Uh, and and that's what's that's what I love about James's story is he didn't have someone initially to you know like we all did, um, and our kids do to 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 bring him up in it mm-hmm. but once he did you know he didn't act like he knew any knew everything and he was a sponge and he took it in and he's taken what he's learned and he's turned it into stuff like this because right. um, he doesn't have a ranch to hunt he doesn't have all this stuff that we all have mm-hmm. he walks miles in and miles out day in and day out and 
that's what he's got to show for it. Yeah, and I wouldn't trade it for the world either. I mean, that's the part I like. I love going out there and looking. I love the scout, and I love the walking. Because another part of it is, I'll be honest, when, like when every time I was going out there, before I'd walk out there when I started hunting again out there, every time I started hunting, I'd get down. I'd either pray. I pray every time when I walk out there, so Lord, just watch after me. Keep me safe. And whatever you bring to me, you bring to me. There are several times I want to say, hey, give me a monster. Yeah. But I thought, man, I, I'm just yeah. I'm blessed to be out here and a couple of times. I ain't kidding. A couple of times I got on down on one knee. Because how humbling is that? Most of the time we don't do that. But I'm, I enjoyed it so much. Able to even be able to walk out there and walk two miles. How many can't walk? Yeah. So every little part that, I mean, I, boy, I, I was trying to take it in. You know, yeah. I love that part of it. Yeah, so the, the video that you took after you shot this big deer behind me, you're dragging him out. I <laughs> yeah. mean, huffing and puffing, knowing you've got miles yeah. to walk. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's pure joy. And it's not just because you just shot a big deer. <laughs> it's just because you're out there. You have a spot to go to, yeah. even though it's public land. Yep. You're just blessed to be out there. And, and Jeremy showed that. And it brought a tear to my eye because yeah. you just see the... There's plenty of times where I leave the stand or I leave the woods and I'm frustrated. Yeah. And yeah. that, that is not how you should be. Yeah. And, um, so I sometimes have to kind of recenter myself and say, Hey, you're out there to have fun. Yeah. You know, getting yeah. the big deer is, is just a bonus. And, and sometimes, you know, I have that, that kind of, I'm frustrated and, you know, I'm trying to get all this content and it's just not coming together and, and stuff like that. But when I saw that video, I thought, man, that, that is right there. I mean, that, that is yeah. hunting in a, in a two minute video. That's everything that you need to know about hunting right there. Yeah. And I don't want to bring a negative light to this industry, but you see these people who have hunted for years and that's their profession. We all go to work and then we go hunt. These guys get to wake up and do it day in and day out. And then you'll hear them in their tree stand interview. And, you know, this has been the worst deer season of my life. And, you know, it's uh, just bad luck oh, yeah. and bad luck and bad luck. And you think, oh, wait a second. This is your life. You didn't have to wake up and go to work and then drive an hour and a half to to the woods and then walk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. just, I, I just wish that, you know, be more humble, be more grateful um for what you've been yeah and i think we all in no matter what perfection you get in or what you do i think it's all i think we all get that way sometime or another right no matter if what our, our, our work or our home or whatever we're for our society and for most of the time we're pretty blessed i mean you know what i mean and no. all and sometimes when we're things are going good and ain't going yeah i want this big one and i miss this big one or this big one walked you walk out there just frustrated and mad but but like I said, I tried to think about it. Man, I'm able. How many people would love to be able to walk out there every day, look for tracks, sit, move a stand two or three times? You know what I mean? There's people that would love to do that. And it's hard, and you gotta, you just got to tell yourself, man, I'm the Lord blessed me where I could do this. And, you know, and yeah. that you, you got to find the good spot. And that's a great way time. to look at it, James, and, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of a gut check. Oh, yeah. to, to some of us yeah, yeah. Um, and you know and then when you try to add the fact that well we're trying to make episodes we're trying to get all this content you know it, you kind of feel that pressure just a little bit but uh, at the same time 
you need to just sit back and enjoy the outdoors oh, yeah. and everything that it, that God gives you right there, right yeah. there in front of you. So yeah, there's no way if I had to do it like you guys are doing it. There's, I'd have done something wrong. He would have, he would have, he got out of there. If I was trying to get a camera in a certain way or do this or whatever, like, there's no, there's no way. I'd have messed that up somewhere. You know what I mean? I would, I, he probably wouldn't be behind us right now. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? He'd be laying in the field right now. So let's, let's dig in to this hunt right here. So uh, you don't have to drop a pin or GPS <laughs> coordinates or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. If you want to do that after so the, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, right. <laughs> but uh, it is a Oklahoma public land deer. Yes. This isn't a high fence ranch. Yeah. This isn't anything like that. So kind of talk us about that day leading up to it. Have you, uh, have you ever seen him, seen him on trail cameras? Have you been out scouting for him? I got gotcha. you. Yeah, uh, basically what I did, I went on some public land, and I went out, and I first I, I put up a spot for me, and my son and my wife and so my my boy closest to the truck so and i set these out because in this area i've never been in this certain area before so we go out there and i i even took out i even took off the first week a whole week of uh, bow season and went out there and set the whole week so as i'm out there i've noticed kind of how these deers are how they're moving so if my location i was at it was pretty good and then once my my wife and my boy came uh, they're not seen as much. I said, okay, well, I'm going to scoot you guys down. So I moved my wife down to, to me. So I, I made like, honestly, two or three moves, you know what I mean, to even get in this deer's location. Now, camera-wise, when I got to this location, I know in other locations too, I did put up some cameras. But I've seen, I seen some, some younger bucks, nothing huge, some decent bucks. And then when I got over in the location where I killed him at, I put a camera up, but someone noticed my camera too. <laughs> so, so I didn't get any footage. So on this deer here, I didn't see, I, di- I, I didn't see him. I didn't know he was there. And that's what I think the beauty is on that public land and, and everything like that. You don't know what's going to walk by there. But so, I'll take you back a couple of days before that, right? You had an encounter with a big buck that, you just didn't get a shot off. That's right. Yeah. 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 So, and you, I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it just, it all happened pretty quick. Right. And you wasn't for sure if it was him or not. Cause I remember asking you, did you see yeah, him or not? Yeah. And you said, man, a couple of days ago I saw a buck that was big and I just, it just, he was coming right at me. Yeah. yeah I didn't get a shot off. Yeah. So you saw another really nice buck if it wasn't him. Yeah, because where I ended up, what I ended up doing is when I got out there and put put my blind up where this was at, there was a tree tree fell. So when that tree fell, I just put that blind right in the middle of that right there. And so I'm sitting there and I'm looking to the north, and there's two bucks. There's one over there. He's just working on some limbs and walking this way. So I'm sitting there watching him, and then I'm calling him rattle right a few times, and he's he's flexing his muscles over there, you know. And the next thing I know, I hear something to the to the on my left hand side and I look like that real quick and look around and he comes pretty quick I mean he's going towards him like he's making that and I couldn't I couldn't get a bow up at all I mean I couldn't do anything but see him go by and that's what Jeremy was talking because yeah. I knew I knew he was a good big buck you know I don't you know I knew at least a 10 I mean so I seen him and then when he went by I was hoping that I see him again and that's the one that's the one I was hoping to come back by again right it was him Okay, so take us to the day 
that you killed this deer. Okay. I, I go in there and I do, I walk two miles back to my spot. And so I walk and I go in the dark, I walk down there. And so I'm sitting there maybe right, you know, it's maybe 20, 30 minutes after a legal shooting light. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm facing the north. And then on my right hand side, I mean, there's that trees right there. So I got one spot right here and I've got all this open up where I can see them coming. So I'm sitting here this way because I'm expecting nothing's ever came right here. Mm-hmm. nothing's ever came. They've come over here and come across or they've come to the north or behind me. I'm not expecting nothing there. So I hear some things. <laughs> and, and as hunters, we all know we hear something. He said, that squirrel. Yeah. Golly, first thing daylight comes out, squirrel's over. So I'm sitting there and I think, I hear something. So I just kind of turn around like that, <laughs> turn around like that and look. And I look like that and he's hitting some limbs. I thought, oh, good gosh. <laughs> and I'm sitting there look at him. It's okay. <laughs> Automatically automatically you know as hunters automatically you know that's a mature buck right so any mature buck when i see that okay okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go for this now so when i look and i see it was a mature buck automatically too i don't look at antlers as soon as i do i know it's mature but two things most of the time on public land if you see a good mature buck don't count it because more likely he's gonna go by too quick he's not gonna stay there i don't have nothing there for him to stay he's traveling back and forth one way or another he's not going to sit there and give me a shot the second thing is do i don't want to get shaky you know i don't want to say well i wonder is he 130 140 i don't know if i want to pass it. i don't know what you know i don't have that time and so i get i'm sitting in like i said in my blind and so i've got this one little window and so and if that's the case if he comes right there i've got a shot but he's going to have to come within five yards of me where that tree is right there on the other side of that fallen tree so he's going to have to come right there yeah so i look back again and he's turned back around and i thought, oh no and so i was just getting ready to call and see if he'd come up he's eating some acorns and then i'm sitting there watching him and i'm getting down getting ready and then he turns back around hits that limb some more and then he starts walking up the direction i need him to walk <laughs> Boy, I'm trying to get, I'm in a chair, and I'm trying to get down, and I start shaking. I thought, oh, my God, breathe, man. It's just a deer. Breathe. I'm sitting down there, and it, you guys have been there. No matter what it is, you're just, oh. So I'm trying to breathe. I said, okay, okay. And he's walking right by me, and within five yards. I mean, so, and the wind's blowing right there towards him. Everything going right down there. I'm in a little valley, so it's right there, and it's, and he comes within five yards, five yards where I've got to grunt at him. I got to give him that mouth, just, you know, just to get him to stop. I thought, and then he stopped and right there on the other side of that tree. And all you could see was fur. I mean, just hair right there. That's all you could see. And I pull up my look and I shake him. And I said, okay, and I had to put it back down. I thought, he's not going to wait much longer. I put it back up and I shot. And when I did, it just, you heard a thump and then, he takes off back to back where he came so he goes down there and of course i'm well matter of fact when i first got down there on my knee to even get a shot i about fell over <laughs> so i about fell over i was so excited about it but then he went back towards the south and i watched him and he went down there and he lay down i heard him crash and look about 30 yards and so i'm just like okay breathe i'm fine i'm fine just breathe a little bit and i said i'm sitting there thinking i said I'm looking and I didn't see him. I said, oh, good gosh. 
and I'm looking. I said, okay, just give it a few more minutes. I'm sitting here and I'm talking. I think this is the time. I might have texted Jeremy and my boys and my wife. Said, hey, I just got a good one down. You know, and honestly, at this time too, I couldn't. I could. I could probably tell you it was a, a ten pointer. I thought mature buck, but that's about all I could tell you. You know, so I'm waiting, and then I go down there, and I walk down there. I get out of my blind, and I walk down that little ravine right down there where I think he's, where I thought he went, and I'm looking. And, guys, my heart dropped because I'm like, I don't see nothing. And so I'm looking for blood a little bit. I don't see anything. And then I had to look back over the left, and he's laying there. Mm-hmm. So where I thought he went down because all, all the excitement, all the excitement, all the excitement, I was, I thought I was here, but he was actually over here. You know what I mean? So I was, and so and that's when I got down and I put my hands on him and I just, I knew, I knew he, he was just so big and just a good looking mature buck. I honestly didn't think about what he scored or anything like that. I automatically took pictures, sent it to my boys and Jeremy and my wife said, man, I got a good one. You know, and, and they both, uh, Jeremy asked me, and when I called him, he said, hey, I told him, he said, well, you need help? I said, no, I'm good. And to the boys, I said, no, I'm good, I'll get it. And like I told him, I said, the reason why, you know, I'll do it myself, I'm two miles back in there. The good Lord gave me that opportunity and the means to get back there. And this buck gave me something, you know, an experience. And as beautifully as he is, he gave me an opportunity and when I got it, I said, I'm going to earn his respect. And that's when, that's when right there I started dragging him out two miles. Now, I wish I could sit here and tell you guys that, yeah, one trip. I didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that ain't the case. You know, he was, he was a big old boy. So I drug, I drug him all the way out there. But, I mean, it was, it was tiresome. I mean, I was, but it was, I mean, I'll never get probably that opportunity at such a beautiful animal like that again. And I was just, I'd have done 10 miles. I took all night. But it was just so special, actually, to be able to, anytime anybody takes a mature buck, especially on public land, no matter what he scores, you, he's, he's as big and as old as he is for a reason. I mean, that, well, that's a trophy. I mean, that, to me, that, that's a trophy. Yeah. So I was, I was excited. Every successful hunt starts with a detailed game plan, and your finances are no different. Whether it's your taxes, your retirement, or your investments, Our friends at Perspective Advisors are here to help you come up with your own detailed game plan. Stop by the office today or give them a call. Yeah, so that morning, I don't know what time it was, 7, 30, 8 o'clock, somewhere around there, I get get a text message. So, Jerry, I just shot a good one. And uh, I'm thinking, what in the world is he even doing out? Because it it wasn't raining but it wasn't a mist. Um, it was somewhere in the middle. And it was really probably one of the first cold days we had had that year. Yeah. Um, you know, below freezing, somewhere around there. And uh, I thought, what in the world's he even doing out? So finally I, ca- I get a hold of him, and he uh, sends me a picture. He's like, how big you think he is? He's like, I don't know. He's bigger than some of them on my wall. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes. He's thirty inches bigger than anything on your wall, yeah. and I and I'll and I'll tell you, he sent us the picture that you, the the picture that you sent him. Yeah, that was there on the right yeah. there, right. Yeah. And yeah. I'll tell you, you didn't you didn't give him justice in that picture. It was, I mean, you it was a big deer, right? But, but Jeremy was like, yeah, it, you know, he got a pretty good one, got a pretty good one, and then you come over to his house. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he sends us a Marco Polo and was like, oh, my gosh, guys. Like, not a good one, 
Right. This one is, this is a huge deer. Yeah, and so I tell James, I say, one thing, I just have one request. You have to bring this deer to my house Yeah. so I can take some pictures of him. Because I know James. He'll take a picture of him holding him in the back of the truck. <laughs> right. A picture of him on the ground, and that'll be it. Yeah, yeah. No glamour shots. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I had to get some good pictures of him. Um, and I'm glad he did. Because this deer is, I mean, it is truly a trophy. Um, and James is pulling up in my driveway, and I'm, I'm like my wife waiting on the UPS driver to show up. Oh, he was too. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting there every time Nelly, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm bird dogging it. Um, he pulls up, and he's got, it, he's got her mounted up there a little bit so he can drive through town um, so people can see. But it didn't take much help um, for this deer to horns to stick out of the back. And I tell you what, he pulled up. Golly. And, I mean, I'm walking out to that truck. And the closer I get, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. This is a, an absolute stud of a deer. And uh, I, was, I, was, I was just so happy um, for yep. him to be able to take pictures of him, to lay my hands on him. Um, and the crazy thing is he's got some points busted off. Um, you know, not, not, not a ton, but, I mean, he's got, he's got some points busted off. I mean – just, and, and even at that point, when we come up and you look at him, and Jeremy's like, "Man, this is something else." I didn't even I didn't even think about. Well, I wonder what he scores. It did honestly. I mean, and we're not until we was done with everything. Then he started scoring, and he's shaking his head. And, well, and he did it. We did it five times or so. Not once that I think about. I just knew, man, he's best one I ever got. You know what I mean? He's boy, he's nice. You know what I mean? That's never crossed my mind what he scored. So what did he score? We did it, what, that low end was 182 and some change, and then, what, 183 and some change. Yeah, so I did it one time, (laughs) pen and paper, you know, everything, I think. And and I added it up, and I I didn't even tell him. No, he didn't. It was just like, hmm. I thought, well, that's not right. Mm -hmm. Did it again. Got within an inch. And I thought, well, dadgummit. I said, I'm not going to tell you, James. So I did it a third time. And still got right around the one two one thirty or one eighty two and three quarters or somewhere around yeah, there, and yeah. I thought, you killed a hundred eighty inch deer on public land. When he told you that, did you think this was one of his pranks? That did you think there's no way it's one eighty? Yeah, because if you look, yeah, honestly, and if you don't my cousin, don't, yeah, he's he's good at him. Well, you can see here <laughs> later, but he's he's real good at him, and that's what I thought because I know a lot of times, like if you guys look and want to go on a hunt, you know, a lot of times, hey, we can guarantee you one thirty five and up, you know, and this is going somewhere where they know where they're at. A lot of times, high fence or this. I mean, so when he said one eighty, I was just like. Uh, are you kidding me? I mean, I mean, I knew, I, I knew he's nice. I and it's not like I haven't ever scored a deer before. Oh, right. yeah. I mean, I've right, scored. Right. Oh, good Lord, yeah. A yeah, fair yeah. amount, but it was just, I don't know. It, it was just. Uh, and I think that's about the time, too. You you contacted them, too, didn't you? Say, hey, guys, I think, hey, look at this. You know, I, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah he, I Marco Polo them. Yeah and, yeah. and I just kept on getting bigger, and I think, he's 170. And then I kept on saying, he might be bigger than that. <laughs> Yeah, he sent yeah. us several Marco Polos. Yeah. He even sent us a text and was like, here's my inches, make sure my math is right. And we, yeah. Blaine and I both said, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can add. Yeah. And, right. and <laughs> Dewey did you proud, son. Yeah. I even yeah. did fractions. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, just what an amazing deer. What an amazing story. And and yeah. you can just tell in your voice. I mean, it's just it's just pure joy. Yeah. And and I love that. I, and and we want we want the hunting. We want every hunter to find that joy that you found. Yeah. You know, and not not worry about well, how old was he or how many inches was he or should I pass him to go get a bigger one of this and that? You know, I mean, it's just, you see him, you fall in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, what I've got to give props to, because the reason why I've done this and I, and I think of it this way is because of Jeremy pops, you know, I mean, they, uh, <laughs> they have patience with me and they taught me this and you know, it's, that's the only reason why. And then all just the little things, it, just going up there to a deer camp or just hanging out to get ready to go hunting with the family and doing, and them, them bringing me in, you know, you know, just, hey, we'll teach you. Uh, that, that meant the world to me. And that's the only reason. But I mean, I couldn't have done, I couldn't have went as far as I am without, like I said, they're just like Pops leaving a legacy, just like him, he's leaving a legacy. Even though I'm his older cousin, you know, I'm 47, fixed to be 48 in March. I'm his old cousin, but he taught me how to hunt. He gave me something that I can give my boys. <laughs> that I can give my boys. And so, that that that's the whole part of it. That's awesome. But that other part of uh, where you can give it to them, and they got stories, and you can share that, and they'll do that with your grandkids, no matter what. Hey, Dad helped us, and Pops and Jeremy taught me. That's that's what makes it awesome. I've only met Pops twice, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I know him, oh, and, yeah. you know, just because yeah. all of the story, I mean, every hunting story he has is, well, Pops and I, yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> right. Pops, oh, yeah. Pops taught him everything, and uh, and now I'm seeing it with, with, with Benton, and oh, yeah. uh, Pops is a cool guy. And my, my goal for 2021, podcast-wise, is to get Pops on here. Oh, it would be. Now, I don't know you. if he would, if he'd love all the lights and yeah. the cameras and stuff. Yeah. And and maybe we make it audio only. Yeah. But just hearing the stories coming from him. Yeah. If I could just hear him from Pops, I mean, I think it would be if if that man could if he could sit down and if he could just write some stories down, write some stories down. You could read that book over and over again and not be bored. It'd be a long book. It would be a long book. <laughs> It'd be like encyclopedias, but it yeah. would be awesome. Right. It would really be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so we've we've kind of teased about the pranks, and so yeah, two pranks have been pulled tonight. Yeah. And, I yeah. was, and I would not be. I wasn't expecting it at all. This is. I'm, I've never done nothing like this. So I'm thinking, okay, this is all. Well, <laughs> this okay, is this serious. is serious business here. <laughs> you know, I'm very very official. Well, very yeah, official business. yeah, yeah. So we're gonna throw up some videos over this. Over the years, Jeremy has gotten the best of you when it comes to the pranks. I mean, let's be honest. You're a little jumpy. I mean, a little. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're, <laughs> like, you're a lot of jumpy. I can make, I don't go through that wall. Yeah. Yeah. He'll yeah. do a backflip. So if I could get your top five, and you don't have to go into big detail. Yeah. But maybe yeah. your top five pranks that this guy has pulled on you over the years. Yeah. Well, has been a lot, even like we've talked earlier before. I mean, there's so many of them that, oh, man, I forgot about that. You might be able to write one. a book. Yeah, you could. You could. But like like this one here, 
When I came in today, that, I'm, I'm sure you're going to show and you guys go enjoy this. <laughs> uh, this it just was so happened one. to have a camera. Yeah, yeah. just so happened. Yeah, yeah, just so happened. And anytime Jeremy's around, if he picks up a camera, you better pay attention because <laughs> something, something's fixing to happen. Yeah. But probably tonight was because I was, I was in a different scenario. Now, if I go hunting with him, we go out or something, you know, I might expect it here and there, maybe. Or I may catch him. What are you doing, Jeremy? You know, oh, nothing. But this, this was a top one, was a good one. And then another good one <laughs> was when I did go to his house. And I can't – maybe we was watching UFC fights or watching mm-hmm. fights. Okay. And if anybody knows me, I'm a big junk food. I love chocolate. I love cookies and chocolate chip and stuff. So we're eating. He goes, James, he said, uh, Mom bought, got some good chocolate chip cookies from such and such. I said, well, where are they at? <laughs> right on the counter in that box. I said, all right, no problem. So I'm going over there. And I opened up this box. I'm going to get me a couple. I ain't getting one. I'm going to get a couple cookies. So I open that thing up, and there is a rattlesnake that he has just wrapped up, curled up, and that was frozen. Oh, <laughs> oh dude. I mean, oh, I mean, I about had a, I did have a runaway. I about, I, I mean, yeah, I about, yeah, I about died right there. And I jumped and yelled and squealed like a girl and said some crazy words like I normally, because most of the time I don't cur- curse at all. So, Goofy Gosh, stuff comes you out, you know what I mean? So that was a good And, I, and uh, if you remember, I came to this house another time, and I was fixing to leave. So I jump in my truck. And the turkey, he's got a tractor. He lifts up the track and put, tractor and puts cinder blocks underneath my, underneath my what was it? The, yeah, uh, under uh, your axle. Yeah. And so I get in there. I said, oh, man, what's wrong with this truck? <laughs> I'm doing it again like this. I said, oh, and then that last time I did it, I put it in park. And you hear, boom, oh, good Lord. So I get out, and, yeah, they lifted that up, put it up underneath there. One of my favorites, what about the time that I showed you how to get out of a headlock? (laughs) So if anybody doesn't know James Cutler, James Cutler used to fight. And, I mean, so I thought if anybody knew how to get out of a headlock, it would be James Cutler, but I had to show him. Yeah, he, he showed me all right. Yeah. yeah. So we're in this year, we went to Mama Zuna, Zuma again to do a pheasant. We go every year. And that's where he, he'll get me at least one time. And so this year, he didn't get me anything. So I think he made up for it tonight. Yeah. But we went there. And he said, So we're all in there and we're playing cards. He said, Hey, James, come here. Show me how to get out of this headlock. He said, I know you could probably do it. I said, Okay. And I, I'm kind of so, Okay, what do you got going on? No, 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 nothing. So I get him in that headlock, and I, I get him up there, and I put him in that. He's going to try to get out of this headlock. He said, okay, I'm going to get out of it. I said, all right. So he goes to do it, and I sit there for a little bit, and the turkey has a, a lighter. And he sticks that dude on my arm. And then I actually, for then I feel it, and then I oh, jump away, and I push it in the back. But if you watch the video, look like I look like I don't have no feelings in my arm. Look like he's going to cook my arm. Burned him for a minute oh, for dude, you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so Which there, is a good thing because he was just about to put me to sleep. Yeah. I should have. I should have just held on to him. You should have. I just, should've just wrote it, wrote I should have. Yeah. So. Oh gosh! Well, I think we could uh, we could just have a podcast of just the pranks. Yeah, because there's plenty more. Oh yeah, and because he loves to put them on Facebook and on oh, other yeah. stuff. So I have people at Lowe's, other people <laughs> like I mean, say, hey, how you doing? And they'll say, hey, we'll tell Jeremy hi. And I said, 
And I don't know who, how you know I know Jeremy like that? Oh, man, I seen that where he, where he got you good. I saw, oh, yeah, he's good at that. I mean, so people, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so I've got people at Lowe's or the ball fields will go up and goose him now. So if anybody sees James around town, if you just go up and goose him right on the inside of his leg and just, whoo, just do one of those. He'll but, but, he'll turn a backflip. I'll do a backflip, but be ready. Make sure you get out of the <laughs> yeah, way. Because sometimes way. I jump, sometimes I swing, sometimes I run, sometimes I squeal. Yeah. I mean, so there's no telling what I'm gonna do. Oh yeah. man! But I love a good prank. I mean, I like pranking people, and that's why, I like a lot of time, when Jerry people get me good. Say, but you're a good sport about it. I said, well, I love this stuff. I mean, yeah. it's fun. If I could think about it as well as he does and set up a camera. And do his thing. Oh yeah, this yeah. is golden. But heck, I don't. I get a tickle out of myself. I got him <laughs> one time in Montezuma this year, like that. And I walk behind a door, or something. He's like, "Whoa!" And he, and he jumps like that. And I said, "Boy, yeah, there it is." But I got yeah, all the satisfaction. On the back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> just, uh, just imagine if TikTok were out when you first started pranking him. I mean, you yeah. would, you'd uh, be TikTok famous. You'd have millions of followers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, we'll throw uh, some. We'll throw up some of those videos and let let the uh, viewers watch. That's yeah. good stuff. So, one thing that we wanted to start doing with all of our guests is we want to know what your dream hunt would be. Money's not a money's not an issue. Mm-hmm. Travel's not an issue. We just want to know where you would go, what you would hunt, and probably weapon of choice. Yeah. If I had, it'd be a grizzly bear hunt with a bow. That's just, I mean, that, that to me would be awesome. I mean, because the drilling of just killing a, 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 you know, any trophy animal would be great. But when you've got something right there that knows <laughs> that ain't just right, right? You know, you're you're his honey pot. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> you better make a good shot. You know what I mean? But that would be it. I mean, because I think they're big, beautiful, powerful animals. You know what I mean? And had to get one with a bow. Oh, that'd be right. that, would, that would be my. You'd dream have to hunt. get real close up oh, close yeah, and personal yeah. with him. Oh yeah, yeah. you get better make sure you have plenty of uh, uh, scent thief on. So so you wouldn't just shoot one arrow and then try to go cr- belly crawl and get that same arrow. Oh, oh, so you know a story, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we may I have to dig. That one <laughs> that's an, oh, folks, that's another good one. That's 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 one that Pops got shook his head at. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing that you would have more than one arrow in your yeah. quiver on that one. But we yeah. will we'll break that that story down on our on our next podcast. Sounds whenever good. You, Sounds whenever good. you come in, but uh, so we uh, we've partnered with Scent Thief. I know you use Scent Thief. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're all big believers in it. It's, oh, you it's, kidding. It, it really changes the game whenever yeah. you go out with yeah. Scent Thief on. And and uh, so they have laundry detergent. They've got soap, you know, shower. And you can – Body wash. Yeah. Yep. Jeremy takes baths in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love of, it. I love it. Instead of a shower, he takes a bubble bath. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and then, you know, and then they've good. got the wafers, and then, of course, they've got the spray. Yeah. So we've teamed up with them. They're a great company. And uh, so we're going to do a scent thief question of the day just for you. And it's from Todd Edwards. Okay. And he wants to know, and you've kind of touched on this a little bit already talking about your public, your public hunts, but what's some of the, the prep, the pre hunt work that you do when it, when it comes to public land, do you just pick out a spot and hope for the best or, you know, you talk about you talked about scouting things like that. What's what's one piece of advice that you could give to someone that started that's going to start hunting in 2021 on public land? On whatever game plan you have, expect it to change. 
because public land is different. You'll have, they'll move different and you're not the only one out there. So any type of hunter, they're going to kind of look for certain spots. Hey, this is a good traffic area. This is kind of where they're going to be at. You've got to be able to change your game plan up, you know, and also when you think you're back far enough or you want somewhere where no one's at, you better go a little bit further. But the number one thing is be prepared to change up because, like I said, if you've got your own land or you've got a place on a ranch or something you can hunt, they set you up, you kind of got your stuff, you kind of know what's coming in. You've worked it. You know what's there. You know what? But this here, you don't – it changes. I mean, so you've got to build a change. you got to build a move and go with it and – yeah, so it's you got to be able to adapt to that land and those hunters, you know. So it, not only are you hunting deer, but you're trying to get away from the hunters that are hunting deer. And so on me too, what I think about too is mature bucks like that guy right there. I mean, he's that big and he's that old for a reason. So you need to think about it. if you're out there, where are you going to go? It's going to be the stickiest, the hardest place, the most, you know, where, where is he going to sleep at night and go? So you got to think like that. A lot of guys will go in 100 yards and sit. I don't know how many times I'll say that. They'll go in 100 yards, and you'll see stuff set up. You know what I mean? You see a couple of guys set up there, go back further. Go back further. You see something else, and then you just got to adapt and move around. Be ready for it. That's part of it to me, and that's part of the fun of it, too, because I'm outsmarting him, and I'm outsmarting you guys. Who is out there? Those hunters out there. You know what? I'm trying to outsmart them. So it, it's it's just a lot of fun, and I got here before you did. You know what I mean? Are you over there? I see you, so I'm going to go over here. And, and you just got to look. If they're there, the deer are going to move again. Too much too much traffic there, they're going to move again. So pay attention to where that is and, and kind of and know your area where it's at. But you got to be adaptable. Uh, James, we appreciate you coming on. It's been a blast. Uh, I, I love the stories. I love that you guys can, can sit here and, and I can just kind of take a back seat and yeah. just listen. And, uh, but we appreciate you coming on. It's an amazing buck, an amazing story. And, uh, we hope you get a bigger one next year. Oh, and well, we're, we're rooting it. for you. We're I just love, thank you for having me. I mean, this is awesome. I mean, it's, it's, um, like I said, I, where I've come from and what these guys helped me and I'm no different than anybody else. It's just, you got to put that time in and go out there. If you love it, You'll get it. I mean, it's going to happen. Right. You just put the time in it. Absolutely. Well, thanks, everybody, for watching, listening, and we will talk to you next time. Yep. See you.